This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Good morning, Chicago. Happy 4th of July weekend. Tom, I, I hope you've got some good plans this weekend. I do. I'm going to, my father-in-law, it's his birthday, so uh, 82, I think, 81, 82, so happy we're birthday! celebrate Independence Day and his birthday, yeah. Good weekend. Oh, that's very nice. Do you do that every year? Every year. That's nice. Very nice. Well, for those of you celebrating the country's birth or your in-law's birthday, um, or you're just sort of looking at the stock market, shaking your head quickly, uh, welcome back to the show. This is This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink. Um, I'm the CEO of Best Money Moves, my financial wellness company. And I'm Tom Fortino. I'm the president and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. So if you want to ask Tom a question or you want to ask me a question, you can give us a call at 630-934-1855 or go to alphawealthgroup.com. And you can hear that I'm a little bit hoarse today, so I'm going to hopefully be able to power through whatever this is. All right. So, Tom, another crazy week in the stock market. In fact, the thing that really jumped out to me is earlier in the week, we saw yet another cryptocurrency go into liquidation. (laughs) I thought we don't know what to expect here. There's there's just inflation. They're talking about another three quarter of a point to a point rise in the interest rates from mm-hmm. the Fed. The stock market's up five hundred, down eight hundred, up eight hundred, like it's all over the place. So I, I bet you're just getting calls from people who are extremely nervous about what's going on here because this is not a straight line down and it certainly doesn't seem to be heading back up just yet. So what are you thinking and what are you telling people and um, what does history tell us about what happens in what we're in now, which is a bear market? You know, there, that's a good point as far as when you or the question is history. What does history tell us? And I think this has been frustrating and I'm sure it's been frustrating for just about everybody. The very few, I guess, who hasn't been because whether you're in bonds, whether you're in stocks, there's almost no sector that hasn't been untouched. There's only one sector that's positive year to date. That's energy out of 11 sectors. So this is really a rough, rough year as far as trying to find a place, or maybe I shouldn't use the word, to hide. But we also right. want to, you know, emotions are the things that can just really kill us here because then we start to make moves. You know, I know you're familiar with Dalbar. You know, they do all these studies, financial studies. Mm-hmm. And over the 20 years from 2020 to 2019, the S&P averaged 6.06%. The average investor, 425 And why is that? Well... You know, again, in this, I always say, I'm not trying to be critical. It's tough. It's your money. You've worked so hard to put this away, to save it. And now you're getting, you know, it's there for your retirement. And so it does get emotional. Yeah. But, it, no, it does. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of what happens. I think ultimately in the studies have shown stock markets go up, investors put more money in. When it goes down, investors have a tendency to take more money out. So, you know, the takeaway from this is, Maybe oversimplified and we go in more detail, but have a plan. First of all, know what you own. Know why you own it. We should. We need to do a look under the hood to really know where we're at because uncertainty and emotions are one of the biggest pitfalls to being successful in this market. And then get a plan and try to stick to it as much as possible and understand. You just said 
Um, I read a recent article that the S&P, whenever it enters a bear market, which it did a few weeks ago, the average return over the next 12 months is 22.7%. So if you thought thought at the beginning of the year this market was good, well, it's at a 20% discount. I mean, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point that these are, this is what they call the buying opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, as we've talked about, if you've been listening to us over the last year, there's ways to magnify the opportunity. So, mm-hmm. Tom, you talk a lot about tax planning. And in fact, earlier this week, we did a session, the two of us for the American Medical Association, and we talked about a Roth conversion. And if you do a Roth conversion and you pay the taxes now and you buy Apple stock, for example, or and you know, even if you just bought the S and P, right, you're mm-hmm. buying it at a discount and all the growth, that twenty two point seven percent or whatever it comes back eventually, mm-hmm. all of that will be tax free forever. But there's such an emotional break for people. I know there is for yeah. me, right? I'm it's not tough. immune to this. It's like no. I know that this is what I should do. Mm-hmm. Just like I know that I should be buying I bonds. I did buy I bonds, but you know, there's just something in us that stops. And how do you get people over that hump, really? You know, part of it is, again, just having the discussions like we're having today, at least, where we talk about, look, here's this history. You know, there's been times we've been in these, you know, it's it's always, I think it was John Templeton, one of the pioneers of mutual funds, you know, said one of the most dangerous phrases is, this time it's different. So, you know, I know it seems like you always take a look and where it at, we're at today. But, you know, we're going to get through this. It's always darkest before the dawn. And, you know, all of these things that we can take a look at, there are potential opportunities here. And it's something if we stick to it, you know, you, you can use Apple and Microsoft as buying opportunities. These are not suggestions. I don't know your situation. Um, there's other quality stocks out there. You can say, wow, it's the proverbial baby with the bathwater that's thrown out. Do you think Microsoft or Apple that is down 20, 25 percent or more in some cases are not quality stocks that are going to be around years from now? Right. And so, again, just logically, if you walk through some of these things, and then, as you said, at least maybe do the point about if you can maybe do the Roth conversions or Roth contributions and buy those. So it's kind of a twofer in a way where I'm buying these where they're down. I think I'm getting a good buy here. I think there's value here and all the upside is. And then on top of that, potential upside I could have over the years and all of it's tax free. You yeah. know, so these are things that can have a big impact on our planning if we start incorporating these things. And one last comment I'll make. Well, you asked the question, how do you get through some of these times? I think part of it, too, is to get engaged in your plan because emotionally and mentally, I think that puts you in a place where you're saying, I'm taking control. You start to feel better. And that, that in, in getting engaged makes a big difference. Yeah, it's a really interesting idea. I, you know, the other thing I think we want to talk about, maybe we'll do this when we get back from the break. You know, if you did have a strategy, let's say you're getting near retirement and mm-hmm. you're thinking, Roth conversion, so you're going to take some of your 401k, which is almost certainly invested in mutual funds, and you're going to move it into, like, say, either a dividend-paying fund. Mm -hmm. So you're going to boost up that regular recurring income you're going to get. You know, is this a good time to sort of think about that? Because you're getting a decent payout, not to pick on Apple, but, you know, they're paying about a buck (laughs) a share a year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's not that much unless you have 100,000 shares, but, you know, it's still every little bit counts. And I wonder if that's another way to think about the strategy to get yourself Mm -hmm. over that hump because you've got a bigger picture in mind. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about value versus growth, I mean, that's a discussion again, and I think it's important to understand. 
and you use the example of Apple or you can look at Tesla, you know, you're not getting dividends because you anticipate over the long term these companies are going to grow and they're going to grow in multiples. Whereas you can buy the value stocks, whether it's an IBM or it's an AT&T or it's a Walgreens or JP Morgan, and you're going to, you know, there's dividends there. You can own those stocks. And again, this is knowing what you want to own. Do I want value versus growth? Growth has outperformed value over the last five to 10 years dramatically. Not so much this year. Yeah. Values outperformed dramatically. So these yeah. are things we really want to take a look at. No, it's true. All right. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back, continue this discussion. I also want to talk about some surprises in your social security benefits that could not be such a good thing. We'll talk about that and a little bit more of this coming up next on This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth. I'm here with Tom Fortino. He's the founder and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group. We're talking about your money, specifically your money in retirement and what you used to have in the stock market. If you've got questions for Tom, 630-934-1855 or go to alphawealthgroup.com. You can even download really some of his great reports. Uh, We were talking about these earlier this week. Uh, There's just a wealth of information on the website. All of it's free and, you know, just take a look at it. So, Tom, um, let's turn our attention to Social Security because, you know, we had a really big jump last year. But I'm hearing we might get an even bigger jump this year because of inflation. But there are some surprises that could actually deplete Social Security benefits. Um, So, for example, the IRS is talking about uh, provisional income. And if your provisional Mm -hmm. income exceeds certain thresholds, um, that could be a surprise for you. Why don't you explain what that is and, you know, how... It all works with paying taxes on Social Security and all the rest. Well, the first thing is to understand that up to 85% of your benefit can be taxable. So, for example, let's say you have a $30,000 benefit. Up to 25000 of that could be considered taxable at whatever the tax rate. So, if you're 22%, you'll pay tax on 25000 of your 30000 That's the current rules. So, the point is, you know, you may be counting on a $30,000 benefit. But if twenty five thousand is taxed at twenty percent, we'll keep things simple. Mm-hmm. You know, you may have to turn around and give six thousand back to the government. So your benefit is not necessarily thirty thousand. It's really you're netting twenty four. And if you're in a higher tax brackets, obviously the impact is even more so. And so again, we're not getting that full benefit. And so it comes back to how do we get more of our benefit? There's a calculation called provisional income. You know, we could get in. We don't have time to get into weeds, and I don't think you could do it over the radio. But it's half of your Social Security plus all your income determines your provisional income, and then they determine how much of it's taxable. But that aside, the point is, up to eighty-five percent of your benefit is taxable. If you look on your tax return, you'll see income. You'll see Social Security received taxable amount. It's going to tell you how much you're actually if you if you're receiving now. You'll see how much of it's impacted now. There are ways to minimize that. And um, that's, you know, part of the goal. So you should be aware of what am I giving back to the government on my Social Security benefit. Yeah, that is really interesting that, you know, and I know that um, more of your Social Security benefit can be taxed up until your full retirement age. And then can it still be taxed or they're just taxing other income? So, for example, I think my full retirement age is 67. Mm -hmm. And let's say I'm going to get $3,000 a month. Okay. So, 
how much of that can be taxed? Well, um, it, well, a couple of things. You mentioned um, up to full retirement age. Now, there's two things that could impact your, your Social Security. One is the penalty, which is separate from taxes. I'm sorry, don't shoot the messenger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if Not you are good. taking Social Security prior to full retirement age and you still have earned income, you're making money, yeah. it can be penalized. Okay, um, So that's besides the tax. The taxes are technically at any point you make a certain amount of income. So that's where they start saying, well, you, you, you know, based on your provisional income, which again is a calculation, that's going to determine how much you pay. So, in other words, you mentioned if you had three thousand a month of income of Social Security, up to twenty five hundred, roughly, of that could be taxable out of the three thousand. That's eighty five percent. And um, and if you you have to um, you have to look at the penalty piece of it. That's separate from the taxes. So, if you're still working and you're making eighty thousand a year, let's say it's sixty five, and you say I'm going to turn on my Social Security prior to full retirement age, I can assure you you'll get almost none of it. Because for every two dollars you make over about eighteen or nineteen thousand, they take back a dollar of social security. That's a penalty. That's in addition to the potential tax. And and why would you even take it if because every yeah. year you delay after your full retirement age, you get like eight percent on the, on that money. Yeah, this social security. This I think hopefully people are. <laughs> there's a number of moving parts as it yeah. goes. You're, the, we call it the social security security decision. When do you take it? That's the claiming strategy. And then also, what do you do to try to get more of it tax-free? Yeah, well, I think everybody wants more of it tax-free. So <laughs> let, me, let me understand. After you get to the full retirement age, then your Social, Secu- your Social Security is not taxed, but your other income still might be. No, after you reach these milestones, right, full retirement age, which you know could be anywhere from 66 to 67, depending on what year you were born, what does that mean? Well, people say, okay, it, I, I, tongue-in-cheek, I'll sometimes say it really means nothing because you can still keep working. You can, you, you can keep taking your – you can wait another three years for Social Security. It doesn't mean that's when you retire. What that milestone means are a couple things that are important. One thing is once you hit full retirement age, you can earn any amount of income and there is zero penalty. The penalty goes away regarding your social security so that that milestone at full retirement age there's no longer a penalty so if you're continuing to work let's say you're 68 and you're still working you can turn on social security you will receive every penny now it could be taxed but there is no penalty okay so the penalty goes away the penalty goes away I, i just think it's a smart move though that if you can delay social security and i understand there are people for whom delaying isn't an option you know, and people need to take it at 62. I get it. That's not what we're discussing here. But if you can find a way to make it work, I think you're better yeah. off not taking it, right? I mean, in a sense, well, there's a couple of things. Yes, because it grows by 8% per year. You know, you could have a benefit in a three-year period that goes from 35000 a year up to 42000 a year if you wait. That's for the rest of your life. And also it goes to the surviving spouse if it's the higher benefit. And I'll, I'll quote someone who I've talked about many times, Lawrence Kotlikoff, who's written a great book I love on him. Social Security. He's great. Yep. great guy, Boston professor. His response always is, the risk isn't dying, the risk is living. So um, we, we, yeah. gotta, you know, we need to give some thought to the claiming strategies on Social Security. It's, as I think, we've, I think we've proven, at least, there's a lot of things to consider here. It's not, <laughs> we've had a year of these Sunday conversations <laughs> where we've proven we're still not through everything yet. Um, okay, last uh, topic I wanted to raise today mm-hmm. is the whole concept of 
my, and we only have like three minutes, so you're going to just okay. have to be focused here. So, people retire with a lot of money, but then they really don't enjoy it when they get to retirement, and they're kind of disillusioned. And so, mm-hmm. I was reading this in Market Watch. I love Market Watch. And people are hiring retirement coaches. Now, this is the job I want after I'm done on the radio. I want to coach people (laughs) for $300 an hour to help with their transition to retirement. I mean, I'm sure this is part of your job, right? Helping people this way? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. We see this all the time. I know you do. You know, there was a survey that showed, uh, Merrill Lynch did it, 95% of the respondents of, of over age 50, they said they'd rather focus on having a more enjoyable experience than on buying stuff, right? So yeah. there's just so many, I think there's a lot of resources out there, ways to spend your time in retirement. And really, to your point, at least, it's, it's again, not just about the money. Yeah, let's get that one. Let's get a plan in place to take care of it. Now you can talk about whether you want to travel, whether you want to mentor someone, whether you want to volunteer. These are things that we should be taking a look at absolutely in retirement. I have to say, I people who say, I don't know what I you know, I've, I would do in retirement, I've got such a big bucket list. Do you have a, do you have a bucket list, Tom? I, mean, I don't necessarily mean places hey. to go. I've traveled a lot in the world. Uh, and there are places I want to go, but I have other things I want to do. Yeah, I I think I'm going to be okay with uh, just getting up in the morning and uh I mean there's just so many things I just think I keep I think I can keep busy. So um I don't think it's going to be an issue for me, but you know until it happens I guess you don't know, but I agree. I'm I'm ready. There's a CEO this week and I'm tr- struggling right here to remember it, but he he literally stepped down surprised. He stepped down this week and just said, "You know what? I'm going to the beach. All I want to do is sit on a beach and stare I saw at the that. water." Yep. <laughs> That's you okay, too. It is okay. I kind of wanted to know what prompted that. It was such a random, I'm leaving, mm-hmm. I'm moving back to Australia, and I'm going to stare at the water for a few months, talk to you in nine months. Like, uh-huh. okay. Good for him. <laughs> right, good for him. Well, it, I do think that there are people who get so ingrained in the culture of work, and work becomes such an identifier mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. that they don't know how to separate themselves, and they don't know how to create... You know, a new life where it seems daunting. It's just easier to die in your chair, right? Mm-hmm. And I and yep. I don't know. I think a lot of people have to spend time, as we said earlier this week in that thing we did. You know, you've got to imagine the future and mm-hmm. and open your mind up. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And so, to each everybody, you know, it's unique. But whatever makes you feel good and productive. And in some cases, some people do like the work. They enjoy. Have just had a meeting this week, and I have not uncommon where someone says, "I love what I do." Yeah. So if that's true, then you know you keep doing it. Yeah. God bless. Just take a little more vacation, perhaps. There you go. All right. Well, you know, as usual, out of time. Uh, thank you for joining us this week for This Week in Wealth. You can listen to our past episodes at WGNRadio.com. You can call Tom and ask him a question at 630-934-1855. And if your question's a good one, we might even put it on the air. You never know. You can also go to alphawealthgroup.com and download all of his free reports. Tom, I hope you have a happy fourth and happy birthday to your father-in-law. You too. Happy fourth to you and to everyone. Thanks. We'll talk to you again next week, everybody. In the meantime, thanks for listening to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. 
Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.